to sit in with Sal. Today is March 15th. It is 11.42 p.m. I'm your host, Salvatore Giacchino, uh, and this is episode number two of the podcast. I'm here today with one of my best friends, John. Say hello. Hey, guys. This is John. Um, how you doing, buddy? I'm um, pretty good. It's been a good week. Really? Yeah. How's, uh, how's the new house? Oh, it's going. We're getting settled in finally, and after all the moving and purchasing, it's could finally take a load off and just enjoy it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, so what I figured we'd talk about today, uh, I figured we'd talk about our first camping trip. The, the dispersed one? Our first dispersed camping trip. Uh, I don't yeah. think we, we've never gone any, like, before that, we've never gone, like, even to, like, a campground or anything. Besides, like, prom at, like, the cabin at the lake and stuff like that, but... Yeah. Yeah, other than, like, going to hunting camp and whatnot, no. That, yeah, I guess that would be our first ever camping trip, and it happened to be dispersed. Yeah, yeah, so I figured we'd kind of tell the story of, like, how everything went down. Yeah. And then we may... Because we went... We've gone a few times since then. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured we'd tell the story, and then go over a couple of the mistakes we made and some some of the things we could probably yeah. have improved on or or whatnot so yeah i agree um so uh, what was how how long ago was that that was what uh, that was four years four ago four years ago um i don't i'm sure you'd mention it if i didn't bring it up but it's important to let everybody know i'm sure if they listen to your first podcast they'd understand that we have experience with the outdoors we're not just a whole bunch of chumps going out to the wilderness. Like we, we have, we have, experience. we have experience, but we're not experts. definitely not professionals. No. We're not experts by no, any means. That's not what I'm we're, saying. We're hunters, and like, quite honestly, I've never like gone to like a campground like where you like just like pitch a tent, like mm-hmm. where there's like a lot of other people around or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, like that was my first real like camping camping experience. Yes, like because I I might. My family has the camp, my camp, yeah. which is like a two-story, five-bedroom mm-hmm. house with a flat screen on the wall and a bunch of deer mounted up there. So, yeah, <laughs> but but we can like navigate the woods. We can tell where we're going. We have a good sense the, of direction for the most part. Um, so I guess we'll we'll kind of get into it. So, at, like I said in the first podcast, we're from uh, Western Pennsylvania. Um, we went up into the Allegheny National Forest. There's a trail up there. Um, we we wanted to pick a I guess a trail that was like kind of secluded, not not a lot of people going on. Um, we were thinking we were gonna try and go fishing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that didn't happen. That definitely didn't happen. No. <laughs> we did we, not for lack of trying, that's for sure. But um, we w- basically we we wanted I guess we wanted to make it tough on ourselves but I don't think we really knew how tough we were making it on ourselves. No, we didn't. Um, that was what Hickory Creek Wilderness, right? That was a Hickory Creek, yeah. You should drop the link in there if you can. Oh yeah, I'll drop a link to it. I'll put it in the in the show notes. Um. So when when did we go? July, or was it August? Yeah. No, it was definitely July. Is okay. the middle of summer. Yeah, we, we planned it out months ahead of time. Or no, like a month or two, probably. Um, and 
I don't know, we kind of just jumped right into it, though. We kind of, like, once we found, like, one spot that seemed good, we were just like, that's it. And bought, like, a bunch of freaking atlases and maps and crap, and we were looking at it from Google Maps from all the different directions, zooming mm-hmm. in on the trail, trying to find the the best-looking spot, we oh, thought. Yeah. So, I don't know if you remember this, so, like, you know, we had talked about it maybe six months before, like, pondered the idea. And maybe four months before the trip we talked about it again and then you know two months before we talked about it again we're like all right we're doing it <clears throat> we need to find a spot um initially do you remember how we planned to go without a shelter at least in my mind i was dead set on like let's just build a shelter oh yeah let's, i forgot all about that yeah, yeah we're like we can make a lean too that, that won't be hard that's we're like it's supposed to be nice all all summer like mm-hmm that's where the fishing idea came from like we're going to supply our own food for the most part um which didn't happen no no we tried but anyways yeah we did hickory creek wilderness we put the plan together like a month ahead of time for the most part there's uh is there four of us five of us me you matt sean and troy and troy yes there's five okay yeah five um so yeah, we picked the spot in the map, and we were like, "Well, we don't want to go right off, uh, right on the trail. Let's go find a spot on the trail. Let's go to the bottom of the trailhead or the trail, mm-hmm. and then we'll just keep going straight into the woods and find a nice spot." So we looked on the map and found a nice, <laughs> a nice clearing in the woods. Yes. So, um, um, Hickory Creek Wilderness is, like we said, in Pennsylvania, Allegheny National Forest, and the trail is, oh, don't quote me, I think it's 10 or 12 mile loop. I want to say it's a 12 mile loop. So you hike into the loop about two miles and then you go left or right. And um, <clears throat> like Sal was just saying, we picked our spot. Nice open spot in the woods at the bottom of the trailhead you know we didn't pay any attention to the topography we didn't pay any attention to the terrain we just a whole bunch of what what were we 19 19 year old guys yeah right let's do it let's just do it so we did Um, how far so how far did we walk on the actual trail itself so counting the entry trail or Whatever you want to call it. The trail header or trail head. Yeah, or the trail head to get to the loop. And what we walked on the trail, I believe, was six or seven miles. That's kind of what I thought. And then we walked in the woods another four, three or four miles. Yeah, I'm going to say it was like two and a half or three. Um, yeah, it, was, it, it definitely felt like it was farther because we were through oh, all that, it that was thick brush and stuff. Extensive. Um, um, so the trail, uh, well, let's point this out too. Along the way to the spot where we we're going to get off the trail, mm-hmm. uh, we passed this nice little spot where there was definitely obviously a camp set up before mm-hmm. with an, a little Creek running through nothing you could fish out of. It was probably what, like four feet wide and like just enough to get water out of yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a little fire pit set up already and like even like rocks and stuff for people to sit on and we're like hmm that's a that looks like a pretty good spot to camp we were all kind of contemplating actually camping there and we were like 
it was downhill the whole time. Oh yeah, it was downhill till there. Yeah, to that point, to we, that weren't, point. we weren't tired. Yeah, we weren't. So that how far was that in? I think it's uh, at two or three miles. Two or three miles we, in. I've since been to that one. Yeah, you guys stayed there. I I didn't get to go on that trip, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's nice and comfy, but not the wilderness like we were looking for. Right, and that's kind of what, what our thought process was along the way. We were like, well, let's just go down a little bit further. We'll. we'll keep this as like a B minus camp is what we called it. It's called B minus. It's called B minus. <laughs> we called it B minus. Um, because we thought we had an A plus <laughs> the whole time after we passed B minus. It was like, oh yeah, that's B minus, man. Like we kept bringing it up is a thing. Yeah. So we in, in turn ended up, and we even passed it on the way out and named it B minus too, or kept calling it B minus. So. S- it's it, it was a decent spot, but we were we wanted to kind of be challenged, quote challenged, I yes. guess. Um, so we get to the end of the we're end of our trail, and we get off get off the trail and start walking through the woods. Hold on, it should be noted that um, after we passed B minus, it was no longer downhill. <laughs> um, we actually switched back and went back up the hill further into the woods and then down the hill and then up and down ravines and valleys on this you know less than ideally maintained trail but that's the wilderness that's what we were looking for so by the time we get to what Sal just said where we decided to you know go off of the trail we were absolutely exhausted oh yeah we were already exhausted and I think we were already a little behind schedule too Yes. Because we were, like, I think we actually all got up late in the first place to leave. Mm-hmm. And then I think we got in the woods a little bit late. Mm-hmm. And then it took us longer on the trail than we expected. Exactly. Um, so we're already dead tired at this point. <clears throat> and meanwhile, we were all up till, what, 2 o'clock in the morning the night before yeah, leaving we, it. We were so excited. Oh, yeah. Um, but we get off the trail, and I remember just... Almost like you see in the movies, you needed a machete to cut through the brush, and your Troy lost his shoe in the mud, got stuck in almost like quicksand. Like is <laughs> he bought that? Troy's not an outdoors person. If you if you're listening to this, uh, no hard feelings, but um, he purchased a leather canteen, which I don't know if you remember this Sal, but within oh, the first two miles. The leather canteen he had. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's it almost it's like a water bladder with like exactly. a little spout on it. Yeah, but it was like almost like you buy it in a gift shop. We it bought we bought it at a surf surplus store. I know, but like the quality of it, it wasn't very good. No, no, it definitely wasn't. It, good. What we're getting at here is that it ripped. Yeah, and all of his water was down his leg, which is whatever. But he had no water. Yeah. And not, we were all kind of running low on water, actually, yes. and we were, uh, we were, we knew where water was. We weren't like in danger, but mm-hmm. like we we didn't have time to set up a fire and boil water and exactly or put tablets in it and wait forty minutes mm-hmm. to drink it. We just needed to get to our spot. Yeah, sorry about that tangent. Anyways, uh, we went off the trail, maybe a quarter mile, and what we were trying to walk the stream down like we had planned. Um, and you're just saying about Troy. In the, in the. Uh, oh yeah, he, we we all tried to cross the, 
um, we were crossing a, cr- a stream, right? Or like a little, almost like a, just like a mud ditch or something. Yeah, like. so we like planned to walk down the stream. Because, you know, when you're a kid or like in the woods, <clears throat> the easiest way to walk is down something. Oh, I remember straight even. Straight down the stream. I remember even buying water shoes to, to do that. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but the stream was it was mucky and it was it was not a stream you would want to walk down at that point right it was like a clay silty exactly mess yeah because it's in the wilderness it's not <laughs> not maintained there's never been a project to help it be more suitable to be utilized by people it's just out there right um so and i, I know we're kind of like drawing this out but it, it's important to explain yeah. it all um so instead of walking down the stream we elected to walk above the bank, like on mm-hmm. actual land. Yeah, right. But from Google Maps, which is a very useful tool, it appeared to be easygoing, kind of like I don't know what you call it, just high grasses. But that's not what it was when we were there. It was brush. Like uh, if yeah. you're in a, if you're hunting. In a field, like you're pushing brush, yeah, is what like, it was. There were like thick reeds and and yeah. like briar and mm-hmm. all kinds of nasty stuff. So then the stream took a turn because it was a winding stream, and it turned to the right. We were on the right hand side of the stream, so in front of us was the stream because mm, it turned. Right. So we had to cross the stream because we kind of peaked and we could tell the stream just. Did a big S. So, like, are we going to follow the stream? Or are we just going to keep pushing brush like we already have been? And, you know, follow the stream still. Right, just so keep get going to straight, spot. but follow the stream. Anyways, we go to cross the stream. <laughs> we go to cross the stream. Everybody makes it. Troy was the last one. Mm-hmm. And Troy's a... He's a heavier guy. Um, but he walked across the stream. He made it to the very end. And, like, as soon as he took a... <laughs> He took a step on the bank, right? Like, right below the it bank. Was, exactly. It was like... Um, and he just sunk right in, like, down to his knees. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And we we were took, like, three of us to try and pull him out with his freaking... With all our 150-pound <laughs> rucksacks on our back. He and was freaking out. He was kind of freaking out. Yeah, he was He was pretty nervous. Well, he I think he legitimately thought it was, like, quicksand or something like that. Yeah, we'll explain it later. Um... Not the most outdoorsy guy. Yeah, but anyway, so we 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 get after all that chaos and stuff, another like half mile of hike, and we finally find the clearing that we saw on Google Maps. And the clearing we saw was like a flat plain, right on because Google Maps doesn't show any topography whenever you're looking at like the Earth like satellite exactly. image. Yep. Um, it looked like a just straight flat, like what pasture or something to to that's the, the best creek right and then to the right of it so we were on if we're going down the stream and we were following the stream our spot was on the right um that right. that pasture as he put it the nice flat space that looked ideal like a great camping spot is what it looked like and to the right of that was the wood line which looked like some pine stands and with decent spacing in between the pines, yeah. so it would be a nice area to walk around, collect firewood, 
And then, you know, we have our camp out in the open so we can view the stars and whatnot. So. Right. So, what it really was, <laughs> was what, a 30, 40 foot hill up yes. to a plateau yes. with just thick grass, thick, tall grass. They, they were pretty tall, actually, wasn't yeah, it? it? Was, yes, it was. And the plateau was, it was a really abnormal land, I don't know what you would say, structure to have in the middle of nowhere. It, yeah. it looked like it was almost... Like bulldozed and everything. Yeah. Like, it, it was It was definitely weird. And then behind it, the it was a pine forest behind it, right? It was. Uh, it, it was. But it was not as we imagined in our minds. It was uh, more of like half swamp, half brush. Yeah, that's right. So in between the trees, you would have the depressions that would just have standing water or muck. And That's right. It was, like, completely bare of any firewood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And that, there wasn't any dead trees. It was, like... Yeah, I, all I the trees understand. there were alive. Well, we should have thought of that, because there was... There was, some, there was all kinds of space in between them, so they had room to grow and everything. But, but um, basically, we picked a spot in the middle of a, a marsh. Yeah. <laughs> we picked the one dry spot in the middle of the marsh. We got there and we were thinking, it's still shit. Do you cuss on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, you, we could do that. Like, oh shit. Like, this is not what it was supposed to be. We are beat. It's going to get dark. What do we do? Yeah, it was going to get dark in like, what, two hours? Yes. Um, so, our first priority was to rest. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I remember resting so hard so I remember vividly just like we were just we needed to take a break we needed something to drink I can't remember who handled the water it's probably you (laughs) Um, but what I did was we brought tarps Um, by the way earlier we mentioned not bringing a shelter but we did we ended up being we, we a shelter, did. yeah. I got that covered in, okay. in, in here, too. Awesome. So, um, first order of business was to rest, so we brought our tarps out, because we're standing in this giant... Three-foot-high weeds, basically. Yes, exactly. Um, we brought out our tarps, you know, what, 20 by 16? Big tarps, yeah. Large. Big Harbor Freight tarps. Not, like, camping, like... Five by eight. Yeah, yeah. Cover stuff. up your yeah. lawnmower in the winter. Tarp. Yeah, like, yeah, right. So we bring out this tarp and we just put it down and mat down a big area of this field. We spread the tarp out and just walk on it. Yeah, and roll it over. Which it and... you're not really supposed to do in the wilderness. Like, I wish we wouldn't have done that, but what are you going to do? We weren't turning back and finding a better spot. We exactly. needed to make do. It yes. was, it was. I don't want to say, but it was like almost survival at, at that point. I mean, there was some urgency going on with how we were, you know, acting like we needed. It wasn't like, oh, this is good. Like, okay, this is it. We have to do this. Yeah, we get like, you find firewood, like, you rest, like, we'll take turns doing everything, but... We finally did that. We got our um, got our tent set up. Um, we got firewood. We got water. Um, we kind of just got organized after we rest and got camp set up. 
So that was that was day one. We sat by the fire all night, kind of just complained and bitched and moaned about how miserable the hike was. Not a large fire, no firewood. Yeah, we we struggled to find firewood that night. The next day, so we're making it. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, keep going. Um, we're making it sound like it was not a good time. Oh, it was a blast. It was a blast. Some of the guys might have not had a good time, which we'll get into that, I'm sure. But I know Sal, myself, and Matt had an excellent time, just because we were somewhere we loved to be. Yeah, I, I would do it again. I would, I would honestly do it all over again, but mm-hmm. maybe with certain exceptions. Um, so that was day one. Day two. We were trying to find a place to fish. No, we we got firewood and we got more like camp stuff situated. We yes. ate and did all that. We woke up. And then we did the normal the, the stuff you're normally supposed to do when you're trying to live out in the woods. But. Yeah, we found, and especially since our past trips, and we kind of implemented this in our first one. Like when you wake up, you eat and you get everything done. Um, because you're out there. There's not a camp road. There's not water. Like supply ourselves and then you enjoy the day exactly and then you could even keep up with the chores as you go along with the day obviously mm-hmm. um, but after we got all our all our stuff done we decided to try and uh, find a place to fish because on the Google Maps it looked like down the stream a little bit was almost like this big pond like a big beaver dam it looked like we could catch or no we didn't th- know it was actually a beaver dam it at like that point giant uh, a giant know. hole like it was the, the stream it looked like a wide. nice fishing hole is what exactly. it looked like it was outstanding like it stood out on the map oh and meanwhile we also thought this this creek we were by or stream we were by was a lot bigger and a lot deeper than we than it actually was it's it was fast flowing shallow yeah narrow normal Pennsylvania creek mm-hmm. <laughs> but we walked this this stream freaking probably another two miles mm-hmm. and it's you know winding making s's um that day we had, it, it it was not mucky like it was before you know there was a hard bottom a little rocky it was actually a beautiful day the second day yeah it, it was, was nice. gorgeous it blue was like skies. it was like 80 degrees blue skies nice and breezy it was like perfect weather for being in the woods yeah so we originally had planned to walk down the stream that day because it was more suitable for that, but um, I just... If you've ever tried to walk down a stream a long distance, like, down the actual bank of the stream, it, it doesn't work because it's just... You know, if you're trying to go directly or linearly two miles walking, it's going to be three and a half on the stream if it's winding. So we elected to go you know, over the land that it made the S's around, which was good. It's quick that way. So like two miles, I'd say, for sure. Then we got to this uh, body of water, and it ended up being just a giant beaver dam, but it wasn't nearly deep enough to catch any fish, and we weren't seeing any signs that there were going to be fish anywhere. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just hung out there, putzed around for a little bit, and I think we walked down a little bit further. We were mm-hmm. kind of actually swimming around in the creek down there because it was so hot. It was nice. And uh, I remember we were smoking our cigars down by the by the creek there, throwing 
trying to catch something in the water, but Matt, not really catching anything. Matt caught a chub. Yeah, he caught a couple creek chubs, but... Should we cook them? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, and then we went back to camp. We were all pretty beat after that, too, from being all... It was actually getting pretty late by the time we got back. Um, we had a couple hours to do a few things, kind of explore a little bit more around the campsite. And, uh, you know, did our kumbayas and sat by the fire and ate our food and bullshitted with each other and whatnot. But, so... Um, by the way, we woke up in that that morning soaking wet, too, just from the, the moisture d- the and dew. dew and the... Yes, yeah, so we didn't have a ground tarp, did we? We did. We did. We did. Um, didn't really work like we wanted it to. What the tent was? What there's five guys in that tent. How many people was it meant for? I think it was actually like an eight person tent. Was it like one of those like eight person family camping tents? But it, it was. It was one room, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. one. And then we had... We had a two-person tent just to throw people's stuff in. Which, that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. For how we approached this trip. Um, so, anyway, we went to we went to bed on day two. Mm-hmm. And then day three. Yes. It rained. On the third day, it certainly did rain. It rained all day yeah it wasn't a, it wasn't bad at first at first we were like all right we can, well yeah at first we were like we can manage we'll, we'll figure out we'll stay in the tent for a little bit we're, we just needed to get some a fire going so we could some of us could eat and stuff because like you had a little uh like a camp stove type thing didn't yeah you? like with the sterno mm-hmm. like you heat up food with yeah but that's not enough to, for five guys to heat up their food with no. um so we were trying to figure something out. We went down to the pine tree down below by the stream, mm-hmm. and I had one little, one of those little five by five tarps or whatever, and I hung it in the tree right above where I made a little spot for a fire. And I grabbed a, I grabbed a road flare, right? Yep. Grabbed mm-hmm. a road, got a bunch of brush as dry as we could find. And I grabbed a road flare and I stuck it in the fire and kept going. And John took down this. Uh, Standing dead wood. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Troy credit for that. Oh yeah, he definitely helped. So a lot. Troy hadn't contributed too too much, but he you know he's a very good company. He was a really good friend back then. So you know everybody on that morning it was raining, like woke up in this tent. You know people had touched the sides in their sleep. Like it was standing water in the tent. Our sleeping bags were soaked. Um, everybody knew that we needed to get a fire. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, it's raining, let's start a fire. It was like, we need a fire. Like, it's not cold now, but it will be. Yeah. So, in these, <coughs> down below the pa- plateau, no, you're right, down below the plateau where that pine tree was by the stream, and you were, I'd call it like a lean-to with that tarp. Almost, yeah, but it was actually like hanging, tied to the branches of the tree, just like over the fire. Exactly. So there was this one dead tree, which, you know, we obviously had seen, but not acknowledged because, you know, it's down in the field. We're not hauling that tree up yeah. to the plateau. Um, Troy goes and chops down this massive dead tree. I mean, maybe not massive. It was probably a six inch tree, though. Six, eight inch 
tree. Yeah, I'd put it. But what I could, it, what was diameter. it like a cherry tree or something like that, or, or it was some sort of hardwood. I know that yeah, it was definitely hardwood. Um, but it was it was so dead and so hard and like took it took a while to cut it down. But once we finally got it down, we started splitting it lengthways and getting good pieces of wood to burn. We got a good fire going. I think I actually cooked up some chicken broth for all of us to just kind of get our spirits up. Yes, um, I remember then, that. I think literally all we did was sit by the fire and eat all day. Yep. We just ate our food mm-hmm. all day. You know, it seemed like, thinking back on it, I know it was all day, but it, I only have like, maybe three or four actual like memories of sitting by that fire. And it's not like I, I was not miserable. It was still a good time. I was having a great time. Because um, that's what I went out there to do. That's what, I'm sure right. that's what you went right. out there to do too. Um but yeah, it was all day. Literally all day. Um, yeah, it didn't, I don't think it stopped once. Um, and we're kind of blown, blown through a lot of this. I mean, we've been going for 30 minutes, but regardless. 30 but, minutes. Yeah, but regardless. Um, we were just kind of blowing through the whole trip. <clears throat> but there was a lot more stuff that happened in between all this, this stuff, obviously. But... Um, so the third day was the kind of one that broke broke our spirits. Yeah. Um, so at, by that point, like most of us were actually like pretty ready to go home. We actually contemplated leaving, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But we were like, we're not gonna walk out in this rain. It's just too dangerous, and it's 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 just too dangerous to walk out in that trail in the rain. We probably it, contemplated for two or three hours on what to do. Well, we were. It wasn't just like an easy trail. It was, it's actually like an intermediate trail, isn't it? Yeah, it's intermediate. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a difficult, hard trail, but it's not like one of the basic, easy ones you could just anybody could just walk. Like there was the big down trees on the whole trail and everything. And meanwhile, we're back off trail, three, four, th- or two, three miles off trail anyway. So it'd be it'd be way too hard for us to even make it to the trail, let alone get out. Um, but anyway, we, we decided to tough it out and stay and just kind of keep bullshitting and eating and hanging out. And we all decided to, at night we went to bed and we, what, what time did we leave in the morning? Probably around noon. Mm. It wasn't early. It wasn't as early as we wanted. I think we were all still freaking exhausted from the hike. It wasn't, it was, it was probably around noon. Yeah. Um, that was, that hike out. I don't know what was worse, the hike in or the hike out. What do you think? Mm, it's that's a tough question because the hike in, we we didn't know what to expect, and it wasn't as it was urgent at one point. We were, I guess, pressing that we need get, needed to get there at one point, but most of it it was not. On the way out, we just wanted to go. Right. It was. I mean. As a group, functioning as a group on the way out did not really happen. It was kind of like... Fend for yourself. Get yeah, out. Like, <laughs> I'll be ready to leave. I'm, for me, it was the way in. You think the way in was harder? It wasn't nearly as hot when we left. That's true. I, but it had been raining, so everything was all... Yeah. Muddy and windy. Was that... That wasn't... No, that was... 
couple years later, the big windstorm on the way out, right? Yeah. That wasn't that same year, right? No, uh, we, went, we went the opposite direction on the loop that year. Okay, that's right. Um, the hike out was, it was all right. None of us got hurt, which was the major thing. Once, And the funny thing was, once you got to the part of the trailhead where you could see the opening for the parking lot, you're not sore at all. You don't even care. You don't feel your legs. You're just walking straight to the, straight to the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even the drive home was fun. Going to the Chinese restaurant, all dirty as hell, and <laughs> my pants were all duct taped together because I set them on fire drying them out. Um, we we definitely looked like homeless people in the Chinese buffet, but uh, it was some of the best Chinese food I've ever had. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was very good. Um, but, so, there was our first dispersed camping trip. We had, uh, and we're going to go into a couple more details here, I guess. Um, I'm sure over the couple topics we have here, but I thought we'd talk about some of the mistakes we definitely made um, on this first trip going in. Um, do you want to take it away, John? Yeah, alright. Um, so... It's pretty obvious. You could imagine I'm gonna say it. Don't over Well, we overextended ourselves, um, and we were. It never crossed us crossed our mind that just stop. You know, set up camp somewhere else than where we picked. Um, right. We were determined to go where we we're gonna go, and we didn't consider how much energy we were burning or what time it was. Um, we didn't take into account we might run into other obstacles getting to our mm-hmm. campsite once we left the trail. Um, it definitely overextended ourselves for our experience with that kind of camping and that kind of uh, just being in the woods. That's I have that written right right here. I like verbatim, not verbatim, but. Jumped right into dispersed camping. Yeah, being <laughs> we just jumped in. We were like, "Yeah, we could do it. Let's go eleven miles into the woods. We we can we can handle it. We've never done it before, but what mm-hmm. what, could, what could go wrong? Like going into the woods and even going off, even going just on the trail, camping right off the trail is dangerous mm-hmm. in in wilderness like that. It's not like a little cabin cabins like somewhere like 100 yards away or anything like you're miles away from any house any building no cell reception zero cell phone reception but you're on a trail at least so if somebody else is walking the trail which it's not a very popular trail keep in mind if somebody else is walking the trail they'll see you they'll find you they'll say hey what's up and they'll be able to make sure you're okay Mm -hmm. we went three miles off trail if we freaking got stuck there, what if there was a flood or something? And we got stuck there. We we would be, we'd be screwed. We, mm-hmm. we could be dead. Like that was really, I don't want to say it was super stupid, but it was pretty irresponsible of us to to just jump into with the. It was at the at that caliber. Exactly. We should have started off a little smaller. Yeah. Um, that being said, um, even what happened, like you know overextending ourselves in the rain and just unexpected stuff happening. I don't think that you, Matt, or myself were ever truly, like, worried. I don't think we were either. Um, and 
it kind of seems like I'm saying the negative things from this trip, but it, it, I want it to be seen as more like a learning experience. Yeah, yeah, that's um, kind of why I wanted to do this this episode. So, yeah, that's good. So, with like, us three not feeling, you know, in danger or stranded or worried in general, I think it's really important to pick the people you go with carefully. Um, yeah, you want to have someone who's excited to be, excited to kind of be, have that almost fear of like, I might have to survive out here if yeah. something goes wrong. Yeah, like, like not someone who's like, I, I, I can't do it if I, if, if what, what if we get lost? Like, we're, we're, we're screwed. Like, you want to, you want to be with people who are confident, mm-hmm. cool, calm, and collected. Exactly. Um, which I'm not saying that I'm, any of those or all of those or, or any sort of combination of them but mm-hmm. um, we we have the right heads for, for that particular hobby and yep. and there's certain people out there that definitely don't have that that kind of temperament for for a stressful situation like that mm-hmm. um, yeah you're, you're definitely right yeah we don't need to go into detail that's not what I was trying to like foreshadow into right um, exactly like, don't go out there, out there, but like, don't, wherever you might go, make sure it's with the right people and everybody can hold their own. And, and, make, and you know, if you need to help them, it's because it's serious. Make sure everyone has something to contribute. Exactly. Um, I'm going to say an obvious one here. Um, make sure you have the right location. <laughs> make sure your location is in a marsh. Yeah. Make sure, maybe, especially for your first time, not just picking it off of a map and uh, just going. Like, maybe try and find, look up some places other people have gone and, and stuff like that. Because I'm pretty sure where we went, I don't think any other human being has ever set foot there. Like Probably not. <laughs> um, trails. The, the Trails app. I would highly suggest it. Right, yeah, it's a good app. Um, yeah, it shows the trail. You can screenshot the image if you can't get cell reception, and there's people who review it. So I'm sure. So they can it. actually go on and like review the whole, like, yeah. the whole trail. So there's, like, there's, yeah, there's comments in there. So oh, really? I didn't even. I didn't see that the first time I went. I just discovered this maybe two years so ago. So somebody could even go and be like, "Yeah, there's actually a tree down on on this trail, mm-hmm. like about four miles in, or something like that." Yeah. Um, the, um, I forget what I was gonna say. Uh, but yeah, we like. Quite honestly, I even have written down here as my number six point, but I'll even say it now. I think we should have stayed at B minus whenever we found it. Like kind of what you said before, whenever we found B minus. Yes. When we were kind of considering it, we should have probably just stopped and and been like, you know what, this is good enough. Yeah, definitely. We had plenty of energy to spare. Sorry, I had to open a window. It's it's nah, getting it's pretty okay. hot in here. Yeah. Uh, we had plenty of energy to spare when we passed it. Um, clearly, it was an excellent place to stay. We should have done it. We should have accepted, you know, no one else is probably going to walk past here. We're in the wilderness. But I think we were so, at least myself, I was so, oh, I don't want to see anybody out here. That was my mindset. 
of why I didn't want to do B minus. Yeah, yeah, that's that was kind of yeah, that, that was exactly like, oh, what my like thought right process. Off the trail, I can see it from here. Yeah, exactly. It's like we want to be, we want to be all by ourselves, mm-hmm. which but, I I I see the the romance and being all by yourself in the middle of the woods I guess romance is a bad term with a bunch of tent full of a bunch of dudes Dang. but <laughs> um, I could see see why that would look appealing to some people but mm-hmm. it's 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 probably a lot safer to stay on, on right on trail yep if I agree with you we should have stayed there we all said it especially when we walked back past it on our way out yeah. we are like why didn't we stay there um, yeah, what do you else, what do you else do you have? Um, well, I overpacked. I have that here too. We all overpacked because we, there's what, five of us? Yeah. Um, we brought five of everything. Yes, we did not. We had five shovels, five tarps, five this, five that, five everything. Food for five guys for five days. Like, way longer than we would have been. No, we had way more food than that. We could have cut our food in half, I bet. That's what I'm saying. We had a lot of canned food. We had food for five days, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, we were... We we were there for four days, but even more than five days, I guess, but... I I bet you we... Because we bought that that bucket. The the bucket, like the one month, (sighs) one person... Yeah, one month, one person food bucket or something like that, full of a bunch of dried soups and... And pastas and crap like that, but yeah, and then people still brought extra food too. And I think you brought a couple cans of food too, which was kind of a mistake. Absolutely, you should not bring canned food camping. It's just no, way too heavy. I don't know why I did that. Um, I mean, I I get it. You want that can of chicken noodle soup on that rainy day? <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna rain, but yeah, it worked. <laughs> it did end up working out. Um. We had the wrong equipment. Yeah, we a did. Lot of, a lot of us had the wrong equipment. I think you and Matt were the only people with actual, like, hiking backpacks. Yep. I had, like, like a crappy military-looking backpack. It was it was more like a rucksack. It was a big backpack. It had a lot of compartments and actually did have a small waist strap and everything. But um, Troy had a straight-up, like, duffel bag. And <laughs> Sean had a Jansport. <laughs> yeah, Sean had a Jansport school backpack with a sleeping bag tied to the bottom of it. Yeah, we did not have the right, right equipment. And um, and our tent. Yes. Our tent was not the right kind of tent to bring. 80 pounds. It was about 80 pounds. Um, we assigned one person to carry the tent and one person <laughs> to carry the poles. Um, I think, didn't we actually tape the tent to the back of Troy's duffel bag? We duct taped the tent to the back of his duffel bag, and he had to carry it. Um, and then I think, I think, I, no, I had, I, I might have had the poles on me. I think I you think. did. I didn't um, have them. I didn't want them. No, I could imagine. I, can, I don't blame you. Oh, um, we, car- we carried in full-sized rifles. They were twenty twos. Well, twenty twos and a shotgun, right? Exactly. Like you don't need that. No, we were. Well, well, we were also. Only nineteen, we couldn't really have a handgun. Oh, that's sure, true. You know what I mean, that's like we true. technically we were allowed to open carry it out in the woods, and Matt did. Matt brought his uh, his twenty two Magnum. He did. Um, 
which realistically is <laughs> bears coming at you, 22 mag, might as well throw it at it. But yeah, um, it's better than nothing. But he, you, he could carry it if you're 18, but none of us had concealed carry permits. None of us had access to like a a, a pistol worth bringing. So we're yeah. like, we'll just bring a shotgun for any sort of big thing that wants to hurt us and we'll bring a 22 if there's just for plinking around and stuff like I didn't think about that before I spoke about being uh, 21 not being 21 but uh I will never take a shotgun on a hiking trip ever again I don't think I will either quite honestly have you ever seen those uh who the heck makes it? Is it Henry? I think it's Henry. They make those survival rifles yes they like all fit down into the buttstock of the gun mm-hmm. that would be excellent for us to bring camping yeah be the, and it's semi-automatic too I think mm-hmm. and it's, it's so freaking tiny um, one of those. and then they float if we drop it in the water it'll float we can't that's nice they're not that expensive either I think they're a couple, a few hundred bucks but so I have another another um, mistake not a mistake another gear mistake that somebody in our group made um this is obvious to anybody who's ever been in any kind of trail whether it be your park you want to walk it in the right shoes um we had somebody buy these how would you explain them like these surplus boots without insoles oh they were they're they're vietnam era jungle boots is what they are if anyone listening knows any sort of war or a military surplus or gear they'll, they'll know that they're they're mili- they're which realistically they should have been fine for the situation mm-hmm. as far as like walking through mud and water and stuff like that because they had little ports for water to drain out but soldiers in vietnam also took breaks and took off their shoes and powdered their feet and did all that kind of sort of stuff but this guy's feet were wrecked oh man they were destroyed i felt so bad i don't and he didn't bring did he not bring extra socks or was that the other guy no, I think he brought. I think he brought extra socks. I think he just ran out because his feet just kept getting soaked. Yeah, I remember on the hike out the night before the hike out, whenever it was raining. I took his shoes and I had this. I had a whole roll of tin foil. And I took out the cardboard tube and I folded it all up to make it real nice. And I took his his boots, and I wrapped them in tin foil, and I poked holes in the top of the tinfoil and I set them by the fire so they dry out by morning and we like put the fire out and I thought the radiant heat would kind of be enough and it freaking worked his boots were dry and toasty whenever he put them on in the morning so I, I felt even... I felt a little bit better yeah, I felt I felt bad because he was uh, he's definitely never done anything like that before and you actually said that he said that that was the hardest thing he's ever done yeah right? yeah exactly I'm glad he came Oh yeah, I'm glad he came. I'm glad everyone who came was there. Like yeah. it was, it was a great time. Like you said, we're making it out to seem like it was a horrible time, and, and like we never want to do it again. But it was like, like we're showing to you guys now. Is it, it was a learning experience. And excellent was, uh, memory. It, definitely an excellent memory. I think about it all the time. What? I have one more. Okay, go ahead. This is like not a survivalist thing. If you use any kind of tobacco product bring twice the amount that you think you're going to need. Oh, yeah. I ran out of cigarettes on the first or second day. Is miserable. 
Excuse what me. what did you end up doing? Oh, you you were bumming cigarettes. We, we were all like kind of splitting cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, because what I brought some, you brought some, Matt brought some. Did Sean bring some? I don't think Sean did. Sean even smoke? Uh, he he has in the past. So I don't know. If I don't think that. he was smoking there, but but regardless, yeah, that's a good, that's a very good tip. If you bring any sort of luxury item that any sort of comfort item for you. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't have to be cigarettes. It could, I mean, it could be booze. It could be... Smoking's bad for you. Yeah, drinking's bad for you. Yeah. Um, it could be it could be booze. It could be candy. If you yeah. freaking love candy or if you love beef jerky. Like, mm-hmm. you never know what it's going to be like when you get out there. Like, we had that bad day where it was raining all day. Like, like whenever you're, whenever it's something like that, uh, you want you want that comfort food or that... that, that luxury that you don't you wouldn't normally have out in the woods Mm -hmm. you want that to kind of calm you down and just kind of bring you back a little bit so kind of relax you exactly it's uh that's a good point bring bring of your luxury items bring double the amount um typically yeah typically I hear speaking of doubling the amount of stuff um another tip and I think we do this every every time we go um firewood take the amount once you gather all your firewood up look at your pile and triple the amount of firewood you have mm-hmm. and then the next day go get more like I think every time we've gone camping we've almost run out of firewood like every night we've had to get firewood the goal should be you get enough firewood to last you your entire entire stay the first time because even if you do that, you're still going to have to get more firewood. Mm-hmm. Firewood goes quick, especially when you're bored and there's nothing to, to do except poke at the fire and make it burn faster and hotter and whatnot. And you're, or you're, someone wakes up in the middle of the night and they want to stoke up, stoke up the fire because they're freezing. Um, oh, speaking of which, going back to the... That reminded me of something. Uh, going back to the equipment thing, um, when it, we fixed our tent problem, I think. We resolved our problem of uh, bringing that big ass tent with us the first time by switching to hammocks. Oh yeah, that was the best decision we've ever made. Um, it's so obvious after the fact. Oh yeah, it's so great. I don't see why like everybody just doesn't camp in a hammock. It's so easy, so nice. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. I slept great. Exactly, and you can sit on it during yeah. the day. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you remember Troy's little like little kid chair he brought? Yeah. He bought it at like five below or, or like the Dollar General or something. A camping chair. It wasn't even a camping chair. It was like a a toddler's play seat. And keep him like I said before. Troy's not the. I don't remember what it looks like. Troy's a. It was a little like almost like a lawn chair, like a like one of the folding lawn like chairs. Like a beach chair. No, 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 not not even a beach chair. Like one of the cloth lawn chairs you pull out and it'll have like a cup holder in the arms of it or whatever. Okay. Um, but it was really tiny. Like it was for like a five-year-old. Um, budget. You're on a budget. Yeah, we were all on a budget. <laughs> and we were trying to find tiny stuff. Camping stuff's expensive. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Try If you were to find like an actual camping chair that small, it would probably be 70 bucks, 80 bucks. Did he break it? I don't remember. I think it was funny because... Like I said, Troy's probably, what, twice my weight, if not a little bit more. Yeah, like, that's I, accurate. He, he's a bigger guy. He's a, he's a big boy. Um, he was sitting in this thing all weekend, 
he got up to go some go get something out of his bag, I think. And I sat down in his seat for 10 minutes, and it snapped on me. And I'm 135 pounds. <laughs> like, but he was a little upset. But definitely, if you could find a way to bring a chair or something to sit on, something with a backrest. Yes. Um, that, that would be totally key. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so nice to be able to just lean up against something instead of sitting on a log hunched over all day. And your back hurts for the next three months. Yes. I think that's all my... Man, wind's fucking blowing on here like crazy. It's getting windy out. It is. Time to go camping. Yeah, right. Um, that's all my my uh, mistakes I have. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more mistakes that we made. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, too. Um... It'll probably rain at some point, so always be ready for it. That's be ready for the rain. Yeah. It's like an ongoing joke that at least I say. It's like, and on the third day, it rained. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah, definitely. Always, always be prepared for weather. Um, like, I don't, there wasn't a drop of rain in the forecast for, for the National Forest. Nope. We even checked it on the forest, uh, Forestry Center, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we stopped in and talked to him. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually, that's another thing I want to say too. If you're ever going on a trip like this and it's your first time, and there is like a, a forest service office, like on the way to the campground, stop in, let them know, like talk to him for a little bit, ask him how the trails are, let him know where you're going, just in case you don't, you don't come back somebody at least has a general idea where you're going to be if you're lost or stuck or hurt or something like that. But that's that's a, something I would definitely recommend to anyone in the anyone who decides to go on like a dispersed or primitive camping trip. Um, so basically to top it all off, check your gear, make sure you have the right equipment for the right place, double check your location, um, don't exceed your... I guess I don't want to say don't exceed your potential or don't don't overestimate your abilities and yeah. what you can do on your first time of doing something like this because it's not it's I don't want to say it was super I mean it was definitely hard it may be the hard, one of the hardest things I've ever done yep. um, but like I said it was a learning experience I had a blast doing it oh yeah um, I I mean, it, it definitely. I mean, all every trip we've been on has been a has been a blast. Every camping trip, we go to the same trail almost every year. We try to, mm-hmm. um, every, every once in a while, some people can't make it and, and whatnot. But we've added some new people. Add, added people, removed people, done some things. But we got a nice little crew that likes to go up there one time, or go up there all the time. So, um, just know your limits. Don't be afraid to take a break and set up camp for the night and maybe even continue on in the morning um and most importantly have fun with it absolutely don't if it gets if it gets a little bit bad don't throw in the towel right away just play with it have fun with it make fun of it just just enjoy it because in the end of the day you're you're out in the wilderness you're out in the woods you're miles away from anything and that's what it's really all about exactly uh, with that being said, just enjoy it. It's on my list, but it's not really something we made a mistake of because we did take time for it. 
but it's definitely, and this is the last thing that <clears throat> I would have to say is it's okay not to be doing something all the time when you're out there. You know, it's nice to have an agenda and a plan for a day, but it's okay just to hang out. Yeah, that's for sure. Take it in. As, as long as you get your main stuff done, firewood, food, shelter, water. Absolutely. Talk about the extracurriculars yeah, there. Yeah, like you want to go on a day day hike, but you don't get to do it because you're too tired from hiking in the night before. It doesn't matter. You're, you're Just enjoy it, man. Just enjoy it. Well, I guess we should throw this in there too. If you have the ability to, lay under the stars yes. in the middle of the woods. Yeah, take time, breathe it all in, enjoy the nature. Yeah. So, I guess uh, that should probably, I guess we could wrap it up here. We're we're an hour in, John. That is, it's a good hour. Yeah, it's, see, see, it's, it's easy to do it once, uh, once you get going and start talking. It's, it's a pretty fun time. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm still even working on it, too. I mean, like, I did my introduction episode, and it was, it was a little shaky, a little, a little nervous, and... Yeah, but that was episode one. But, but we, I mean, we can. This is episode two right now. Yeah. But this is the real episode one. There you go. This is where this is we're really starting off. We're gonna, we're coming for you, Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet. Um, and John is just a uh, like I said, he's a good friend of mine. Um, I don't know if he would ever have any interest in hosting the show with me. Um, but. I could definitely see him being a regular guest on here in the future, if you're okay with that. I'll come back. <laughs> I'll come back. All right, man. Thanks for coming. Uh, remember history, prepare for the future, and live in the present. Thanks for sitting in. Have a good one.